They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that doesn't always search for monsters. But when we do, peanut butter is involved. This is Hysteria 51. Well, everything is much better with peanut butter. Everything. Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> Broadcast. Thank you for being on, on par with me there. Uh, broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, also known as Chicago. I'm your host and lead monster wrangler this week. I think that's a good enough term, right? My name is Brent Hand, And across from me uh, doing fill-in host duties is the lovely, the talented, the slightly better looking than I, producer Lisa. Fill-in, that's like... Peanut butter like fills in the gaps of like pretzels oh, mm-hmm. and everything. So you and I have, we'll get into why we're talking about peanut butter in a minute, but you and I have a, um, a love for peanut butter. And one of the best things and how I know that we love one another is when we, we eat Jif peanut butter and when we get a new jar, it's always so good at the top that if the first one goes in, you only do like half of the jar at the top. So you leave that other un disturbed creamy goodness at the top so you both get the the first dive in action that is love i think i don't know if i described that right no it was really convoluted Mm. but it's kind of like our love (laughs) and nobody really understands it (laughs) nobody really cares and people stop listening at the point you say we're in love easily on bread (laughs) who knew no (laughs) no (laughs) so everyone knows that john is out he's he's with his uh newest spawn elowen spawns right that's an okay thing to say right yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's his little baby girl. It's still spun. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so he's he's out and I was like, Lisa, do you want to do an episode with me? And, and she's like, well, monsters. And I go, well, we don't usually do a lot of uh, uh, movie. Re-. She's like, little monsters. I'm like, well, normally when we do a, a a movie review like we did recently, it's like the director or something. You're like, little monsters. I'm like, okay, I think we, we need to do a little monsters. Why the love for this movie? You talked about how much do you love it? Like, why? Why was this such a, you're like, we're talking about that. Well, anytime I can incorporate food into my movie talks. Oh, come on. I, there's got to be more to it than uh, you want to you wanna <laughs> eat. <laughs> um, I don't know. I always loved this movie as a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, Were you a Fred Savage fan? You know, I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know that I was a fan. I mean, I liked the Wonder Years, which, you know, was like all Fred Savage. But I don't know that I liked the Wonder Years because it was Fred Savage. So I wasn't a follower of him per se. Did you see the Wizard? I did. I saw the Wizard. You're right. There was other stuff. So I guess like I liked stuff that he was in, but I didn't say I have to see this because Fred's in it. Um, His parts were the best part of Princess Bride. Prince- yeah, no one okay, ever. all right, you're right. I know, but like, I mean, I don't know. He, you know, just was like generationally. That's just what it was. But this movie was just fun. Yeah, he was like our generation's it kid there for a little while. Like, I need a nondescript, not sure age child. Uh, we'll go to him. Who's going to bring his brother into every movie? Because why wouldn't well, you? Well, we'll learn. It wasn't in every movie, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, do you remember when you first saw it? Did you see when it first came out? 
Because it came out in 89, so you'd have been 10. Did you see it like right away or? So I never saw anything right away because we didn't go to the movie theaters and I didn't get stuff until it was at the the local video store. The local so. video store that um, went out of business when I first moved here with you and they were selling. We go in and it was an alarming amount of porn. Some of which still on beta right. and they were selling it. And then these like someone online bought all of it. I was like, holy shit. Well, what's weird is it actually went out of business even before you moved here. So probably like 15 years ago and the building's still there and some of the racks are still in there. So some of them still have movies sitting weird. on them. Yeah. And it's just like the guy's like, I own the building and I don't like money. So I'm not going to sell it or rent it to <laughs> Who anyone. likes money? Uh, it's just going to be this weird time capsule for future generations. Once the sky falls, they'll dig it out and be like, wow, that's a lot of beta porn. Right. So, yeah. So I don't know if I saw it right away, but it was also like one of those movies I saw whenever I could. So it was my, you know, and my list was as kind of in that age of like kind of a go-to, like if it was on TV, I would leave it on if I didn't know what else to watch or whatever. So I can't remember if I saw it right away, but did you? Um, I think so. I was pretty in tune with that stuff. And I had, um, so we lived out in the middle of nowhere, but they ran cable to like the town down the road and they had to bury cable through our property. So one of the perks was we got cable early on for free because my parents never would have had it and or never would have paid for it. So for better or for worse, young Brent was exposed to a lot of movies he probably shouldn't have been. Like <laughs> HBO and Cinemax and Showtime. We had all of those. And it was one of those night night. <laughs> and then you turn on. But I did watch a lot of this stuff, you know. I think that took a turn there. You were no. you were trying to get at the little monsters, You're- not not little Oh, I mean, I'm sure there's some porns called Little Monsters. I'm sure there is. Yeah. And and they're about midget porn. And I bet but... there's a whole porn genre called beta porn. <laughs> <laughs> I think those Just are called cucks. Yeah. Uh, anyway, not cocks, cucks. Uh, you you said that's funny. Uh, you're talking about mo- a movie. That's funny. You said movies that you like. You always watch. Like if you saw it, it was on or something. I have a few of those. The one that comes to mind is, or the ones I guess that come to mind are Major League and Weird Science. Those are two like. At no point, if it's five minutes left or five minutes in, I'm like, mm, I need to watch this. And then finish it for whatever reason. They're just like, and I've seen them dozens and I'd, I'd say hundreds, but I'm, I'm, I bet I've probably seen each of those close to a hundred times. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I have a lot of movies like that too. Yeah. I, you know what? So before we dive into the movie, I wanted to talk because it's such an abstract concept. It got me thinking about monsters. So I looked up to, uh, well, our friends at Wikipedia and I, I want to know what the definition of a monster was. And I, you know, I found out. Kind of anything the fuck you want to call a monster is a monster. Uh, They said a monster is a type of a fictional creature found in horror, fantasy, science fiction, folklore, myth, mythology, and religion. But then it goes on to say later, monsters can also be not fictional if it's more of an abstract thing, which I also want to say that's a bold statement throwing religion in the mix when saying fictional. That's kind of a. We're taking a stand on this and <laughs> saying something there. Not sure what it is, and I don't really want to go down that that road today. But anyway, they go on to say that monsters are often depicted as dangerous and aggressive with strange, grotesque appearances that cause terror and fear. Is that what you think of when you think of a monster? Like, if, if someone said, define monster right now, or you're dogs get it what would you have thrown out yeah i I think that too i mean monster just seems like something that would be have like um 
don't know if it's the right word, like a deranged appearance. Is deranged the right word? You know, like it's I mean, not, yeah, like, uh, like, well, like they but, said grotesque, but anything that's not the norm. Well, and the problem is, though, that like that things have, there's two, there's another thing. I don't know. You might say this in a minute, so I apologize. But, you know, we also say like the, that the, some serial killers would say that that person was a monster. Yeah, that's literally, you know, like, like just their their intentions, and they might have looked like you or me, you know, which is sometimes grotesque and what was the other word, mm-hmm. you know, but strange, you know. So there's also different things that, and then you know, then we've come along to now we've even seen like Monsters Inc., you know, which is a very modern version of this mm-hmm. if you kind of think about it, and they're not really scary at all. They're fluffy and fun. So I don't know, fluffy. So kitty. You know, he's just kitty in that. Kitty. One. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, in, in interestingly, in going down on the whole reading more into the the actual definition, they said they they resemble b- bizarre, deformed, otherworldly, and or mutated animals, or entirely unique creatures of varying sizes. Kind of going down that monsters Inc. thing, but may also take a human form, such as mutants, ghosts, spirits, zombies, cannibals, among other things. But then they go into cannibals there. Cannibals seems like a, like, that doesn't even Cannibals seem like is a that. realistic one, but they're saying these are fictional things. Cannibalism is real. No, I know cannibalism is real, but cannibalism isn't But, it, but a, you think of it as a, a monstrous thing to do, like serious. True. Killers. I guess I didn't think of it, when you're reading that list, I didn't think of it as like a feature more right. of a lifestyle. Uh, pretty it's, much if it's not normal, you can call it a monster. You know, like, literally. I mean, where are the vegans here? Oh, you're a monster. <laughs> right? And then they look at people that eat meat. You monster. They may or may not have supernatural powers, just like me. Uh, but they're usually... That's a fucking stretch. Yeah. I, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> they are usually capable of killing or causing some form of destruction, threatening the social or moral order of the human world in the process, or kind of a, you know, a Yahtzee of all that shit put together. So kind of deviant behavior would probably go with it, too, is what they're saying. So, like, so not so... But, like, you know, like, women wearing shorts to the beach a hundred years ago? You monster! Yeah, you know? or wearing white after Labor Day, which I guess yeah. now is okay now, but I'm still not really okay with uh-huh. it. But, yeah, so that, so it's kind of, well, that causing destruction, things like that, that's got it, that's kind of, like, deviant behavior. So it almost has to be, like, like, um... A behavior and a look that go together instead of just a straight out like you're very ugly well, and now you you're a monster. Of, think of Quasimodo who looked like a monster but wasn't bad. True. But, uh, okay. Another one. Sloth from the Goonies. Hey, you guys. <laughs> That's pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> it was something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if good. He looked like a monster. But he was, and he, not only did he look like a monster, he was raised by people that could be considered monsters. They were, they were thieves, murderers, horrible. They were definitely murderers. Um, and yet he was the one that looked like a monster and he was good, even though he was chained to a wall and raised that way. True. But I guess that's getting into the point of that a lot of times they're just misunderstood. That's all I'm saying is I'm just misunderstood. No, not you. Oh. (laughs) Not you either, Seabot. <laughs> they may be uh, speaking of misunderstood. They may just be um, misunderstood and friendly creatures who frighten individuals away. Talking about that whole thing we did, or maybe so large and strong and clumsy that they cause death and damage. Think of like, um, uh, you know, a a giant that maybe just be going around his day. We might be monsters to ants. 
Right. You did try to tell me that when I tried to tell you the other day that the 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 giant from Jack and the Beanstalk wasn't bad. You no, said I said fee fi fo fum. I smell the blood me? of the Englishman. I was saying that, and you're like, why does he got to be evil? What I told you is that dumb joke. I said, what do giants and strippers have in common? They both grind men's bones to make their bread. And you're like, why is he got to be evil? He literally tried to eat the guy. Did you just try to slip in a joke to think that no, people that might laugh? No, that was literally what we were talking about. I know, you don't get to shit on well it. Well played. It well was played. literally. And whenever I make a joke, you usually roll your eyes and tell me how terrible I am. This is just an example of it spurred a conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the term itself monster because i wanted to know where that comes from so it's derived from the latin term monstrum and itself derived ultimately from the verb maneo and i might not be saying any of this right and i apologize that means to uh, remind warn instruct or foretell uh and denotes anything strange or singular contrary to the usual course of nature that is a very broad aspect by which the gods give notice of evil <laughs> a strange a natural hideous person animal or thing or any monstrous or an unusual thing circumstance or adventure therein lies why cannibals serial killers and the stuff like that can all be brought into it's a broad fucking term but it needs to be sure but i mean some people could be like uh my wife is a fucking monster and be like why well let she me tell you, she likes to make her bread. chunky peanut butter. There is no fucking excuse. Okay, I do not like chunky peanut butter. It was a bad example. That's why we're married. I know. We just, you, know. you passed that test. A lot of people love it, and then they want like extra chunky peanut butter. I like to call them Nazis. I don't really. I un- bet Adolf Hitler. You mean, no, no. You like mean added no. peanuts to his peanut butter. Nazis. They're Nazis. Oh my God. You're talking about bad jokes. But <laughs> <laughs> Um. Back onto the whole monster robot. I think what he's trying to get at is that uh, he sees himself as a monster and we're not giving his just due. If we cover him in peanut butter, will he malfunction? I might eat myself, so that's a maybe. (laughs) Would you eat yourself? I know I would. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to need to move on. It's not a new concept. The literal, the term or the thought of monsters predates written history, oral, folklore, stuff like that. Also, if you're looking for a job in monster or monsterism or just a round job, you're in luck. There's actually an academic study of any particular cultural notion expressed of to be a monster. Monstrophy, which sounds like if your body part uh, grows way too large. Engorged. Uh, monstrophy. But in literally, so you go like, what did you get your PhD in? Monstrophy. It's really sad. People can't hear me shaking my head sometimes. You, uh, I can hear your eyes roll. I know. But that's from like down the block. They come in lots of flavors. <laughs> Just to skip Tasty. over your distaste. Tasty. Tasty. Vampires. Uh, Frankenstein's monster. Werewolves. Demons. Mummies. Zombies. What else? What are some of the ones that like come to your mind when you think of this stuff? Like more abstract stuff or more uh, spot on? Um, gosh, I guess the devil, aliens, John Goforth, probably mm-hmm. some serial killers. Mm-hmm. Remember my pet monster? <sighs> yeah, but plush. Did, was he like what about the blue devil? and stuff? Didn't he look like not nice? Didn't I say the devil? 
Oh, you did say the devil. Um, yeah. The, no, I know. Isn't, was it that my monster? My what? My monster. My, my pet, pet monster. It was was the he purple. blue and purple? He was blue purple, and he had like um, orange handcuffs that would come apart. Right. I don't think I was able to have him because he was too expensive. That's probably cryptids. Think of any cryptid you can kind of think of out there that would be under a monster, Bigfoot, the Loch Ness beast. No, it's Loch Ness, Ness monster. monster. Yeah, uh, Mothman, Mothmen. The moth people. Sometimes our dogs are monsters. Yeah. Uh, the guy who double dips his chip at a party. I'm glad you said at a party because I double dip it's my chips at home when you're by myself. On, yeah, that's that's just called I'm eating. Also, chips are just a way to get the dip in my mouth. I don't even really need the chips. So. It's like a conduit. One might. Right. Uh, the predator. Speaking of aliens, stuff like that. I mean, there's. But then to them, maybe we're the monsters because it's also an abstract. Con- the, what, what we're getting at. Monsters can kind of be whatever the hell you want it to be, and that's what's fun. And But this week, it's talking about a specific monster, or monsters, little monsters. We're going to talk about the movie, our favorite parts, and eat the so tasty treat that they tried. That's coming up after the break on Hysteria 51. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor and we use it. Rosetta Stone, they're the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. Right? <laughs> That's what it, it's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer, so it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. Little Monsters. I hope you guys know what movie we're talking about. Otherwise, you're going to be like, what the hell is that movie? It's a little old. Still great. 1989. My wife and I, we were 10 years old. We were already in double digits. How does that make you feel, Lisa? Well, 
Now I'm in double digits still, so it's like the same thing. <laughs> well, I, I still watch the movie. I'm going to make bad jokes about it. Yeah. And I was still afraid to sleep after watching it. Oh so. my gosh. Well, Fred Savage, Howie Mandel, Daniel Stern, Margaret Whitten. Speaking of Major League, she was the the owner that they all hated and were trying to get naked on the cutout. Uh, ben Savage and many more. This was actually, you brought this up earlier. You're like, oh, he's in everything. This was Ben Savage's first film. And uh, we mostly know him for Boy Meets World and then the eventual Girl Meets World. He almost had a longer career than Fred. Fred kind of went by the wayside a little bit as far as in the limelight. And Ben took over there for a, a long time. Well, I think he did a good job, too. I mean, I, was, I wasn't necessarily saying that was anything bad. I mean, I'd love it if I was, you know, I had a sibling and they were doing really well. And, and they'd be like, oh, they can get your, my brother. Yeah, and I why mean, wouldn't you do that? Right. Um, and he happened to be, you know, an, an equally or you know, maybe arguably better actor at the time for stuff. I mean, Boy Meets World was on for a long time, although I don't know, comparison like The Wonder Years, what... Oh, this fucking you know. movie, though, he kept going, Brian! He was pretty whiny, but he was a little Brian! kid. Uh, so Fred Savage was Brian. Brian Stevenson. Uh, also, I mentioned Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern played Glenn Stevenson, the father of, of Fred and Ben in this. He was also, you You talked about how you love Wonder Years. He did the voiceover narration on the Wonder Years. He was the grown-up Fred Savage. Really? Yeah. That I was Daniel oh, Stern. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Now I've been educated. Man. And the, uh, the, the asshole neighbor kid in this went on to be in uh, Home Alone. He was the brother. And Daniel Stern was in that. He was one of the wet bandits. This is one of those we get to play the six degrees thing. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, this is one of those where everyone was in everything with all of them. And Howie Mandel used to do stand up and put a rubber glove over his head. So, I mean, it's all coming in. It's all coming in full circle. Do you remember that? He put a rubber glove over his head and breathe in and it would it breathe out and it would fill up. No, I'm actually one of those weird people. Well, you already know this, but I don't really know any of this stuff. So the first time I thought that I even recognized who Holly Mandel was. Wasn't, wasn't he doing that deal or no deal or something? Are you serious? That was like wasn't he, that 10 him? years ago. Was that something? him? Yeah. No, more than 10 years ago, I feel yeah, like. he was on... And, and then I didn't... The, but that was... I didn't know he was like somebody before that. Everyone, St. Elsewhere, one of the biggest... I know. Oh, I didn't see. I never saw St. Elsewhere. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. I didn't have free cable. All right, so your favorite movie. your, your the, One of your favorite movies. What's it about? Give us some highlights. What's the plot? Of my favorite movies? No, of this movie. Oh, this Let movie. Me that again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who was not paying attention? <laughs> what happened? I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh uh what's the movie about? <laughs> about an hour and a half, I'll never get back. <laughs> so uh let's see. They move into a new house, uh, and it, there's you know two little boys, family, and pretty much off the bat, the younger of the two, which in this one is Ben Savage. Brian! <laughs> we can do without that commentary. We can. We can. We're not going to, but so we can. So he gets his new room. He starts like, first night he goes to bed, he's scared, and they go, oh, you're just in a new house, you're scared. And he's like, you know, no, there's like monsters in my Shut room. Shut fucking mouth or I'll give you something. Hell yeah. Right. You know, so, you know, he's like, he's whiny. And so then finally his brother's like rolling his eyes, like, whatever, you know, I, I'll sleep in your room, you little baby. And it's not scary. Well, then, the, you know, they switch places and Fred goes and sleeps in his room and stuff starts happening when he's going to sleep. And of course, the parents are not going to believe well, then this. The, and so another thing that's important too is as this is happening, 
stuff's being like messed with around the house and his bikes behind his dad's stuff and things are tore up and the dad's kind of a shithead and blames Fred Savage uh, for it the whole time, Brian. And he's like in trouble constantly getting screamed at. They don't even give him a chance to explain himself. They're just like, obviously you did this. So now your life sucks because I'm a 1980s stereotypical movie father. True. But if like you, you and I live together, it's just the two of us. I know there was more. Than I would them, assume it's it just was the you. two of us. And even if I did it, I would assume it was you, though. It probably your fault in one way or another. She made me do it. She's a monster. One of those abstract ones. I love being married. <laughs> Isn't there an I married a monster or is that a mobster? So I married an axe murderer. Oh. It's kind of a monster. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so then they find, you know. Um, he sets up trap to like trap a monster. Right. So he actually like traps the monster and then the monster and him kind of become buddies, really. You find out that he can go through the floor and kind of go up into any house in the world. It's pretty cool. Well, in America, they only talk about America. Well, and. and- you know, because until later, right? Don't they end up somewhere else? America? No, it it's just America. That was one of the things that I, I made note of when I was like watching it recently. I'm like, they only go to America, and then you realize there's kind of a hierarchy of monsters, and they have to do it. And there's one called Boy, who is a shithead and wants Fred Savage to become a monster with him because every time the more you go there the more you become a monster, like he's shrinking. And so if light hits one of the monsters, they turn into clothes and eventually die. And so that's how you can trap them. And Fred Savage realized that he's becoming like light sensitive. And then his arm, he goes out in the sun and it disappears. And he's like, ah, my arm. So no, is I'm a it... real monster. I'm deformed. <laughs> so are we to understand? Are we to believe? I that... don't mean that deformed people are monsters. I'm using it in an abstract <laughs> sense because that's how he meant it. Are, uh, I don't want letters. Are we to believe that all the monsters that are down there were at one point just children? Yes, or adults. Who that, got taken right, under I, their bed. Well, but who was the, the original? There had to have been an OG or OM, original monster. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're supposed to think that's boy or the dude that worked for him, the other giant monster, whose hair didn't move when his head did. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was weird. Rick Dukeman or whatever his name is. Anyway. So in the movie, the the boy wants uh, Brian to become, Fred Savage to become a monster, so he kidnaps his little brother. They have to go save him and kill him and then get back to the world before the sun comes up or they're all monsters. And one of the things I thought that was funny is this is he starts setting up these traps, booby traps, Fred Savage does. Makes a thing, a contraption to where he saws the legs off his bed and then he puts them back on and he takes a bicycle apart and he's got a brake and, you know, the brake, you know, lever. And when he lets go, it snaps the bed down and traps Howie Mandel's monster. He's also a master of like electronics. He's building these flashlights and, and huge things, you know, with battery backups to, to work and stuff. Yet he's got a, a science experiment do and he's like i don't know how to do any of this stuff (laughs) it's such a weird little conundrum how they do this stuff it feels like to me monsters inc meets home alone and i think that both of those kind of like drew on this a little bit well number one and home alone the the older brother was in this movie but all the traps the booby traps and stuff he set up these elaborate booby traps in the house and then monsters inc they go through each of these doorways or under beds or wherever they need to, 
to come into these to scare these children, but they never say why. They just have to do it. They have to do it so much that they get paperwork every night that tells them where they need to go. Well, Monsters, Inc., they do tell them why. No, but in this, you don't. In this, they don't. This one's actually a very typical to me 80s movie where there is a plot, but there are a lot of holes of like where you have a lot of, I guess, room for interpretation, which isn't necessarily bad. But we were talking the other night, too, about how now where we pulled up a movie and it was going to be two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And we said, wow, when did that start happening? That that's a normal movie length. Mm-hmm. So you go back to a movie like this that might have been an hour, you know, maybe an hour and a half was probably more likely. So in an hour and a half, they can't fill in all those gaps or it gets just, you know, especially mm-hmm. at that time. So th- if this movie was made now, you'd probably like see more of how the other people became monsters and why that guy came to power in the first place and why right. he really wants them. And, it's an you hour know, and 43 minutes. Right? It's a little long. So, it's but, a little long. Right, so, but that's probably the difference is that there's a lot of like gaps that you don't, especially if you're you know 10 and under, you probably who cares. Well, and they but, don't, you don't think you know. about it until you're an adult and then you go back and you go, why was this? Well, okay, speaking of weird things, the whole ending's dumb. Oh, I hate the ending. So, I hate the n- ending. Spoiler, you've had 30 plus years to watch this. And you can pause right now and go watch it because it's only an hour and 45 minutes Here, of your we'll time. Here, we'll give you some time. All right, now you've watched the movie and that was an hour and 43 minutes. So Fred Savage's character is becoming a monster. So he's like, I can't keep coming down here. And then Howie Mandel, his, the, the monster, what was his name? Maurice. Maurice. Maurice says, oh, man, one night sleep. All you got to do is sleep one night and you're fine. It goes away immediately. So it's understood that Brian can't go to the monster's world anymore, or at least for a while, because he's turned into a monster. There is no reason that Maurice can't continue to visit Brian at night and just come into the human world and see him. But he's like, at the end, they're like, I'm never going to forget you. And they, they like are all sad and stuff. And it takes way too long. They all, you know, he almost gets turned into a monster because he doesn't want to say goodbye. There's literally zero reason he should have. Maurice could have just been, well, see you tomorrow night. I'll come visit you and you can uh, stay in the human world. We'll have a couple parties, drink some pizza, drink some pizza. <laughs> oh, speaking of, they eat pizza. And it's the first time I ever heard anyone call it za, which I hate that term. And it's also pizza. So wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be za, not za? I don't I semantics. Don't. This movie sucked. But back to what I you're saying. Like your that was the other thing at the end. So not only, not only, um, so let's, let's pretend that, that because he had been turning into a monster, he had spent too much time. He can never go back down there. Mm-hmm. Well, that would actually change the next thing I'm going to say. Well, I guess that's the first point. You even say he goes, Hold you on, sleep but, one time. All you got to do is sleep and you're back to normal. Right. Okay. So they, you know, they're, they're running out of time. So they're running through the United States underground to get to the next door to make sure that, because, you know, obviously the time zones change. Do they have a couple and, hours, right? Yeah. This place, is, you know, you can run across the country in like 30 minutes. It's a small little pocket universe almost. So they run to where like, you know, the West Coast and they come up safe, you know, right, be- right in the nick of time and they're Okay. Well, then they call their parents from the payphone, like, you got to come get me, right? How about, hey, I'm fine, and I'll be home in 24 hours. Not even, because all they got to do is wait for it to be night again. Go back under there, hours, run across back the country, under, run back, take you 30 and minutes, and then you, there's no worry about you not making it, because you didn't wait till the end of the evening. Otherwise, what, they're coming from, like, Connecticut? 
you know, mm-hmm. something somewhere on the East Coast, I forget where. And they got they got so their parents got to find a way to go get all these these stupid little kids and then, you know, explain it. It wasn't all. just their kid, their sons, their two sons, the girl down the street and the bully was with them, you know. Oh, and and Ben's, I'm sorry, Fred's uh, buddy. Like there was like five of them or whatever. Yeah, that part just didn't make sense to me that there was no thought of like, we'll just go hey, back under you. Um yeah, that's a long story. That also, makes sense. And you want to call your parents. Like, it's nice that he thought to call his parents, you know, because they're going to worry. But really, he can Mama? be back in 12 hours. Mama, we've been bad. It was not. He was, now that time, they were the bad ones. See, I was going back to my monster sloth. It really wasn't a monster. You're a bad person for thinking he was. That's just them, baby, not you. You're not a bad person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those movies that you love as a kid, and then you watch it as an adult, and you go, huh, well, there's a lot of holes in that plot. But it was still enjoyable. I liked it. Oh, it's very enjoyable. No, there's nothing wrong with it at all. It was a lot of fun and uh, a little silly in its own way. But, uh, you know, I think that other movies really at least borrowed from it so to speak. Now, the other thing, one of the reasons that uh, Brian, Mr. Fred Savage, gets caught in the beginning is because he gets caught up watching TV late because he was eating a sandwich, and they're like, there's only one person in this family that eats sandwiches like this. He eats peanut butter and onion sandwiches. Now, this hit close to home for us because my dad ate the grossest fucking sandwich in the world. This is no joke. Peanut butter, Miracle Whip, onion, Pickle cheese. So this is a lamer, tamed down version of my dad's disgusting sandwich. We're going to go to break. When we come back, it's our own built-in little uh, Cafeteria 51. We're going to have peanut butter and onion sandwiches. We got Jif peanut butter and a big white onion. I hope it's hot. I'm excited for it. That's coming up after the break on Hysteria 51. This is my favorite part. We talk the movie. Uh, we talk nonsense. It's time to eat. This is your favorite part. And the funny thing is, in this movie, the monsters eat normal food. The one that eats the weird shit is is Brian Fred Savage. They uh, they have like pizza, burgers, Doritos. He loves. He ends up trapping Maurice with Doritos. Is what he was eating. Anyway. Uh, like we said, Brian, Fred Savage, he was the odd man out. He ate peanut butter and onion sandwiches. It's time to give him a shot. And you seem oddly excited for this. There are other peanut butter oddities out there. Like we talked about peanut butter is kind of the thing that kind of goes with everything. And we eat a lot of peanut butter in this house. In fact, in our basement, we accidentally funny. So we, we have a little dog shower. We wash our, our dogs in the basement. We bought some, uh, like low fat Jif one time and it was so terrible. Now that's what we use. We have a little pad and it goes on there and they like lick that while we give them they showers. They barely like it. I know. They're just like, this isn't the good shit, dad. This is bullshit. <laughs> I guess like, I don't know. I have two questions about this. All right. One, I guess the only reason they would do it is to have him have an odd thing that he ate was so that there was a good point to saying it had to be him who ate it, right? But couldn't they have even done something 
less weird, but just that was the only person in the house that ate it. Like, couldn't they just been like marshmallows and peanut butter? Right. So, so like when I think about you said peanut butter goes everything. I don't really eat peanut. Now it's gonna be delicious, and we're gonna eat this all the time. I know, but I don't eat peanut butter really with anything. Like I'll eat it with jelly sometimes, but usually I eat it by itself by a spoonful. You know, just I want a little snack. You grab a little. You grab a teaspoon. You grab a. Some peanut butter, but like them. besides your dad's weird concoctions with peanut butter, like most things are sweet. You hear about like peanut butter bananas. Now I don't particularly like bananas, but I understand why that would work. Mm-hmm. Uh, peanut butter and like marshmallow fluff that makes it mm-hmm. other sweet things. I've had the peanut butter right? and marshmallow, and I've had the peanut butter, marshmallow, and bacon. Those are all you know bacon. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. All right. Okay. Are we doing this? So okay. Uh, you can go to Hysteria Nation. We have photos of this of us making it. And if you have something weirder that you eat with peanut butter. We want to know. Okay. Um, sort of. We're going to go three, two, one. Mm. I can't taste the onion. The onion just gives it crunch, but it's not disgusting like you're adding more onion to your <laughs> It's not like you're eating a um, chunky peanut butter. No. This is all right. I mean, I see no reason to eat it. Um, you get a little bit of onion aftertaste in a good way. I didn't put enough onion on here. I told you, add a piece of onion. Thank you, my love. <laughs> All right, so of the odd things I've eaten, this one's up there. I don't think it's that odd. I'm just trying to decide. We're eat, we're actively finishing our half sandwiches. <laughs> and trying to find ways to critique it. Mm-hmm. It's not as disgusting as you would anticipate. The onion gets lost in there. Now, if you remember, he put two giant, like, giant chunks of onion, like, like whole slices, did not pulled apart on there. So it was more of an onion sandwich with peanut butter. We're eating peanut butter sandwiches with onion. But if you guys are interested, you should try this. It's not bad at all. Maybe it's kind of like, you know, when the, you're trying to give your dog or your cat a pill mm-hmm. and you like just like we, we've learned this, you know, our dogs and anybody who has a dog knows this too. Somehow you could give them, it could be rolled up in the giantest meatball of whatever you've ever made and they spit out just the pill. Sometimes peanut butter seems to be the best thing because it gets stuck to it, so they have a less likely. So you just ball it up in peanut butter and they'll eat anything. So I wonder if in this case it's like that. You just ball up an onion in peanut butter, you have no idea. It's just peanut butter. Well, my dad seems less crazy right now than I thought. Nope. Miracle Whip. I'm out. I don't well, I don't like Miracle Whip, but I'm wondering yeah. mayo. What about mayo? Maybe on a future we'll do a separate hysteria or I'm sorry, cafeteria fifty one. And we'll eat his sandwich, and we'll do mayo instead of Miracle Whip. But now, I have peanut butter mouth. Yeah, this isn't going to last very long. People are not going to listen much longer, if they're even still listening. I'm taking a drink. I'm getting it out of there. But, I don't know. Monsters, peanut butter, and onion sandwiches. What say you, Giorgio? If you look at all the pieces, it's the only conclusion that you can draw. That didn't make sense at all, but thanks for uh, thanks for stopping in this week. Sorry we didn't have more time for you. Little Monsters, what movies did you watch as a kid that you went back and watched and go, huh, there are some, <laughs> some holes in that. Big holes. Yeah, big ones. But, you know, 
uh, it's still an enjoyable story, and it still tells the story of monsters. And I think, like we said, it was borrowed on from other things. And if you want to see, well, if you want to tell us that, you want to see what these sandwiches look like, go to Facebook and just search Hysteria Nation. It's our Facebook discussion page where we talk about this, upcoming shows, nonsense, memes, astronomy pictures of the day, which have been very popular. I got those every day. Also, if you're on Facebook, you want to hop on things, hop on facebook.com slash hysteria51pod. That is our Facebook regular page. Also, now you can listen to the show from there. It's a brand new thing. They let you listen to podcasts through Facebook, so you can listen to the show there. One-stop shop. Well, two stops, because you need to go to Stare Nation, too. Anyway, Patreon, patreon.com slash hysteria51pod. You can get up all nights, cafeteria 51s that aren't on the show, bad blurry hysterias, lots of nonsense, weekly photos from the past, hear John rap. That's worth it. You can no longer smell John. I mean, you can still smell John. You, you, d- you, can, you yeah. proverbial. Can. Uh, that's part of the monster thing. Now I can taste onion as I'm talking. Now. Uh-huh. I can smell you. <sighs> I guess that's why, like, if you're a couple, you should, if you're going to eat something like onions or something potent, you should both eat it because it's not such a big eat deal. It. But eat it. it's not like Dorito breath. Dorito breath literally is one of the grossest things Ugh. in the world. Ugh. And it's hard to kill. Like, I bet if you put Doritos on this sandwich, you could kill a lot of things <laughs> with your breath. We smell. Then we can't hear you. Well, we can hear you, but we can't smell you. 773-669-7277. Again, 773 is Lisa's still eating more onion and peanut butter. He didn't feed me today. 669-7277. You figure get any of this. Where can they go? With your mouth full. Hysteria51.com. Yes! Gofopedia.com. G-O-F-O-P-E-D-I-A.com. Tell a friend. Tell a loved one. Tell a monster. Because in your heart, you know, they're probably just misunderstood or a cannibal or a serial killer. Make the distinction. Let or us know. people who actually like onion and peanut butter sandwiches. No, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not opposed to it. If you told me I could only eat, un- well, peanut butter with onions from now on, I'd still eat peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Wait, you said if they told me I could only eat peanut butter and onions from now on, I'd eat peanut butter. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'd still eat peanut butter. If the only way that I could have peanut butter was if it had onions with it. I like peanut butter enough. I'd be You'd like, survive. Okay. You'd yeah. survive. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch Little Monsters. You can find it everywhere. It's probably, it's one of those movies that's probably still on HBO constantly. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's out there. It's easy to find. Howie Mandel, who unfortunately my wife found out was around before like 2010. So... That's interesting. Anyway, kids, go make a sandwich. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been Lisa. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meat sacks. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.